0: Welcome to Shape by Faith with your host, Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram.
1: And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is Sharon Renee. She is the author of Hesitant Heroes the first in the Divine Young Adult Dystopian Trilogy. She's also a legal assistant at a large company in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome, Sharon, to Shape by Faith.
0: Thank you for having me. Absolutely.
1: So are you in Memphis, Tennessee right now? Is that where you live? I do. I actually live in a
0: suburb of Memphis called Collierville.
1: Okay. Well, I would love to hear all about you, um, and our listeners would as well. Tell us about yourself and and what your life was like growing up and as a teen.
0: All right. Um, Well, I um, grew up in Louisiana in a small town, and actually we moved there when I was 13, which is not a good age for a kid (laughs) to have to move and change schools. (laughs) And we went back to my dad's hometown. And as I said, it was a small town. The kids had all grown up together since kindergarten. So it's very hard to be the new girl at that time.
1: That's hard. Yes.
0: it's Very hard. And uh, being a small town, I think, made it worse because there were just not as many people, as many mm-hmm. opportunities as you would, I would have found in a city. So I spent a lot of lonely times as a teenager. I had wonderful parents. My father has passed away. My mother lives with me now. She is elderly and has a lot of health issues, but she lives with me. We've always been very close, and I thank God for that, but also during that time period, I think the Lord allowed me to have the lonely times because it helped me depend more on him.
1: That's good. Uh, He
0: had to become my friend. So I prayed and I read the Bible. Also it gave me a chance to write. I have always loved writing and writing is a really good way to get your emotions out. So even though those were hard times, I still had blessings. I had great family who lived nearby, plenty of cousins, and had fun with them. So um, I know there were hard times, but I can see how God used them now to mm-hmm. form me in my writing and in my faith.
1: Well, it seems like you were more mature than most teens.
0: I yes. mean, I, I'm, just,
1: I'm just listening to you going, You you had to be more mature. You had to be more adult-like. Um, in your thinking. And so is that when you started to write?
0: Yes, it is. I uh, have always loved to read. I mean, I love Nancy Drew. I read every Nancy Drew book in the library. So I've always been a reader. And I started writing by the time I was a teenager. I have old manuscripts of books that I finished as a high school and college age.
1: Did you really?
0: They uh, would have to be uh, rewritten now that I know more about the style of writing and how you should write, but they do have great plots and all of that uh, trained me to to learn to write.
1: That's so interesting. So God put you in a place where you maybe were a little lonely, you depended upon him and you began your writing. So see, God writes our stories and we just don't realize that I don't think at the time.
0: Right. You know, we when don't. we
1: go through different things and I think those times, I think we go through challenging times, Sharon, from my own experience, in order to get where we're going. hmm. You know, it's but like God is training us up. So who are some of your favorite authors to
0: read? Well, I love Suzanne Collins with the Hunger Games series. That is what got me started with writing dystopian. I had never heard of dystopian before or really read it until I read the hunger games. So I love her writing. I also uh, love, I read a lot of young adults. And so mm-hmm. my, my favorite authors are young adults. Right. And I love Allie Carter. She writes um, the Gallagher girl series. She's written uh, the embassy row series for high school. And her style of writing is very similar to mine,
1: okay. so I enjoy
0: reading her. I I enjoy Kira Cass with her selection when she had the selection series out, and I'm not usually a big uh, princess romantic type reader, but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed her books because she's a very good writer. So uh, young adult authors are pretty much my favorites.
1: Okay. are those Christian authors or is there a mix?
0: Those are not Christian. Those okay. are um, secular, but of course they're they're clean. Mm-hmm. They're, they're clean, secular. Um, now I do have a group of Christian writers that I like too. I love Patricia Bradley. She's yes. in my group. She writes the Romantic Suspense. Jessica Pat, she writes for Harlequin romantic okay. suspense for their Love Inspired, and uh, in my Storyteller Squad group, we have a lot of up and coming writers, so mm-hmm. uh, who are like me, getting their first or second book published.
1: Okay, so, so there's w-
0: a lot of Christian writers out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, there are, and there's a lot of Christian writers. They they have clean writing. You know, there's no cursing in there or anything like that. And yeah, I, I, I love reading them. Patricia Bradley is, is one of the ones authors that I've read several of her books and I really like her as a, you know, her writing style. Um, I'm learning a lot because I know before I wrote my book um, I wasn't up on a lot of authors, you know, I was just reading the classics, which was great, great training for me as well. So when did you realize you actually wanted to have your writings published? When when did that occur to you?
0: Um, I don't know. I, I have always kind of had that in the back of my mind, I think, because mm-hmm. I loved reading so much as a child. So I didn't get seriously into trying to get things published to probably 10 years ago. But I have always had that in my head that I did would love to get published
1: mm-hmm. because God placed that in you for sure. So can you give us um, some idea of the process for getting your book published or you getting your book noticed by a publisher? Is it easy? Is it hard or what's the process?
0: Well, it's, it's pretty hard. <laughs> I think you have to have a lot of patience and I do not have patience. And God put me in this <laughs> career where you need to have patience because um, first of all, a person needs to invest in a Writer's Digest, uh, the writer's, Christian Writer's Digest book, if they want to look at Christian publishers. And then, of course, there's the secular one, too. And it lists all the different publishers, tells you what type of things they publish, because there's no need to send your manuscript or your query letter off to a publisher who doesn't publish that kind?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I used to think, oh, the publishers publish everything, but they don't, they no. specify. And once you have your list of what publishers publish, like I was always having young adults, uh, then I would start querying them, sending them letters, and see, you know, if you get anything back. And you can expect to get a lot of nothing back. <laughs> and you can also expect to get a lot of, um, a, what do you call rejection letters, standard rejection letters. But then I noticed that my rejection letters were getting better and they were pointing out good things, even though it wasn't right for them at this time. So I knew my writing was getting better.
1: So, how, so how, oh, go ahead, Sharon. It
0: takes a while. You just have to be patient.
1: Right, I, I'm not good with that either, Sharon. <laughs> no, I want something like yesterday. How have you developed your writing over the years? And we can and we can also continue that in the second segment. But just to get this started,
0: well, I have uh, done a lot of studying. Uh, you can buy some great books, craft writing craft books. James Scott Bell, he's one of my favorites. I buy his books or uh, sometimes you can find a ton on Kindle Unlimited. So I download them. I've done a lot of studying of the craft because you don't realize that you're not just sitting down throwing words on paper. If you want to get it published, you have these rules you have to really kind of stick to and learn the craft. And then also, I would encourage anyone to join writers groups because I have learned so much through my writers groups. And we can talk more about that.
1: Sure. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll pick that up when we come back. So everyone stay tuned for more Shape by faith coming up next. Welcome back to Shape by faith. We shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is Sharon Renee. She is the author of hesitant heroes and Sharon, we're going to hear all about your book. Um, I wanted you, though, to kind of pick it up. You were talking about um, being in writer's group to help develop your writing. So why don't you pick it up from where you left off?
0: Okay, glad to. I would definitely recommend, if anybody's interested in writing Christian fiction, for them to look up on the Internet and join, if, if they're really interested, American Christian Fiction Writers. Okay. It's uh, ACFW it's usually probably www.acfw.com. Okay. They are a great group. I joined them. Oh, I guess maybe back in 2016. And uh, they have critique groups online. I joined the critique group, which was really scary to do (laughs) to let someone read my stuff. But It was wonderful. I have made relationships with people through the critique group. I've learned so much by them critiquing my stuff and me critiquing their stuff. And ACFW also offers online uh, classes. So once a month, they will have a different course on like how you write point of view or, and you can go through that on the computer through emails. So they have a lot to offer. They also have a huge conference once a year, which I have never been able to attend yet. <laughs> but I also, through them, you can see the local groups in your area. And that's how I got involved with the Memphis ACFW group. Okay. And Patricia Bradley is a member of that group. Uh, it's a great group here, small, but we... Uh, have, I've really learned so much from them. Okay. So I would recommend writers groups highly. And I would also recommend a critique group. It can be scary at first. I have a great critique group now. We all specialize in young adults and middle grade. And we also got together because we've gotten so close through critiquing. We started our own blog. It's How called the Storyteller Squad and it's 10 of us, and we take turn blo- turns blogging, but that is a great way, because until you show somebody your stuff and get some feedback, it, it's just really hard to develop your story otherwise.
1: That's true, and, and it is true. You're just kind of putting yourself out there, so that's a little scary, I would think. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> I, I probably need to do that, but I have not done that yet, but I probably need to. <laughs>
0: Well, try ACFW.
1: Yes. Okay. I'll look that up. So, all right. So um, you write, I love your style. Um, oh, thank you, you. It's future. You, absolutely. It's, it's young. It's fresh. It's futuristic style of writing. And um, I want to know what inspired you to write about the future. That's what I'm curious about.
0: Well, it kind of goes back to, like I mentioned, the Hunger Games earlier. That was my first uh, time to read dystopian, this futuristic, what the world could become. And it just intrigued me. Suddenly, that was all I was wanting to find was dystopian books. And I got to thinking, these are okay. The magi- Sometimes they're a little too violent in the mm-hmm. secular world. But I thought, what about Christian, let's base something Christian and yet still be dystopian, futuristic, still have excitement, but we don't have to be quite as gory. Right. And of course, we don't want any, you know, illicit mm-hmm. uh, sexual type things. So I Hesitant Heroes kind of started coming to me that I thought I'm going to write something futuristic that kids seem to be interested in nowadays, but I want to give it a Christian flair.
1: Well, you absolutely do. So your inspiration for Hesitant Heroes, is that just a combo of just falling in love with that futuristic style of writing? Or how did that come about?
0: That's pretty much it. I just fell in love with that dystopian, futuristic feeling. And I, I don't even know why, because the idea came to me so long ago. This book appeared in my head probably about 10 years ago. haven't written on it the whole time Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I work and everything else, but it just came to me, the idea that I would like to take teenagers from all over the planet and put them together in a school, in a dorm, forcing them to live together, adjust to each other and how cool that would be Mm -hmm. because they're coming from different parts of the world and they'll all be different. And then it just kind of evolved from that.
1: Okay. So your book, you, you weave the biblical theme from the book of Esther into it. So tell us about that.
0: Yes, that came to me as I was writing it. I am a panster, as they call it, not an outliner. Mm-hmm. I do have now where I do more outlines. But when I wrote Heston Heroes, I just basically sat down and started writing. And it was a lot of fun. Is that and what you so call what, a panster? That's what they call a pantster. You write by the seed of the pants. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what you have in the writing world. You have pantsters and you have outliners. Some people have to have a complete outline before they get started.
1: Okay.
0: But I've never been able to do that. So
1: That's, that's pretty neat.
0: It just comes to me as I'm writing it and Somewhere along the line, it just came to me that these kids were facing a situation similar to Esther. Mm -hmm. They were going to have to stand up, in their case, stand up to an evil government. They were going to have to risk their life to save their friends. And um, my main character, Jordan, she's a Christian, of course. So I said, I'll just let Esther be her favorite Bible story, and she will be able to relate to that
1: that she's pushed
0: into a scary situation she doesn't want to be in, that biblical verse will come back to her for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. And she'll realize that God is using me as he's used Esther and other people. So,
1: so how did you develop your, your characters and your main characters? Um, and you called on team seven. Um, how did you develop them? Is it is Did you use bits and pieces from maybe people you know, maybe your own personality? How did the characters come together?
0: Basically, Jordan is a lot like me, other than the fact that I know nothing about computers (laughs) and she is a computer whiz, but we are very similar in that she has lower self-esteem issues. She's not extremely self-confident. She's a little shy, She's klutzy, uh, mm-hmm. running into things. Those type of characteristics I put into Jordan. She's a lot like me, but I tend to throw a little characteristics. Uh, I wanted the karate girl in there because I took karate for three and a half years and I loved it. So I put Melise in there, who is a karate champion, which I could never be, but it was fun to write her in there. Uh-huh. That's and neat. so I would guess, in most of the characters, um, I knew I, for Hanny, I wanted somebody to be the opposite of Jordan since mm-hmm. they're roommates. I wanted Hanny to be tougher, where Jordan is soft. Hanny to be more logical, where Jordan is emotional. So you just, I just try to counterbalance in some areas.
1: That's good. Now conflict is good, isn't it? When you're writing. Yes to have that yes. conflict between characters. Is writing dialogue easy for you or is it a challenge?
0: Dialogue is one of my easier things. And basically I think I write my first draft like a screenplay. Mm-hmm. I write basic just dialogue and I will have some description and different things thrown in there, but it is very screenplay like to start with because okay. dialogue does move your story along. And it kind of comes naturally to me.
1: What do you enjoy most about writing? Obviously you like it a lot, you know, you've been doing it a while. So what is it? Is it, you know, is it just a stress reliever? What is it for you?
0: I think it's definitely a stress reliever Mm -hmm. because no matter what you sit down and write, it will give you some stress relief Mm -hmm. for me anyway. It is a stress reliever and it's an escape, I guess, into a different world. It's, uh, we have to face the real world all the time. Mm
1: -hmm. And when
0: I sit down to write, I can step into somebody else's shoes and a different type of world. So
1: that's good. Sort of like acting, you know, you can play a different character, (laughs) not
0: yourself. Exactly.
1: All right, we're going to take another break, and when we come back, you're going to hear more from Sharon Renee and all about her book, Hesitant Heroes, so everyone stay tuned. Welcome back to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. Sharon Renee, the author of Hesitant Heroes, is with me today, and and she is from um, Memphis, Tennessee, and she's going to read an excerpt from your book. Is that right, Sharon?
0: Yes, I will read a quick excerpt here. Sure. Uh, This, let me set it up really quickly. This is when the drama gets started because this is when students have been missing. Christian students have been missing from campus
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: Jordan is about to get into a computer and find out the reason they've been missing. Okay. And it says um, she has gone over to Paul's computer. She's tapping her foot on the floor She continued to scroll listening to the melodic hum of the mechanical brain. Suddenly a strange list of names covered the screen. The chosen ones for GCU Project SS, Rachel Rivera, Latin Collective, Joseph Martinez, Latin Collective, Catherine Garcia, Latin Collective, Omar Boxley, African Collective, Zoe Perella, North American Collective. Zoe, Jordan tightened her grip on the computer book. Her buried fears about Zoe's mysterious departure blazed. The chosen ones, chosen for what? This list didn't make any sense. She blinked, unable to focus on the next name because of the moisture flooding her eyes. No. The silent scream filled her lungs and she fell back against the padded chair. This couldn't be true. At the bottom of the list, she read the name that turned her stomach. Jordan Scott, North American Collective. A notation followed. Jordan comes from a family of believers, which is problematic, but she's extremely gifted. I think it advisable to wait a while before pulling her out. She's a naive girl, eager to please her teachers and follow all the rules so she may not be a problem. Cimarron had signed the note. Jordan's stomach clenched and the room spun. She hit the button to shut down the contraption, shoved it back into the drawer, and jumped up. The chair wobbled before writing itself. Pull her out. Was she destined to disappear along with Paul and Zoe? She wrapped her arms around her waist, struggling to keep her breakfast down. Her head pounded. She had to get back to the dorm and tell Matthew about this list. He'd know what to do. She rushed toward the door. Footsteps sounded. Clip, clop, clip, clop, drew closer and closer. Jordan glanced around. No way out. So that's an excerpt there when she discovers the list. That gets everything started.
1: You know, I could see that on the movie screen, Sharon, as you were reading it.
0: Yeah, you know, you
1: can see <laughs> well, it. You. you can see it. That's really awesome. Um, thanks for sharing that with us. Uh, thank let's, you. Absolutely. Let's talk about um, your other two books in this series and when they will be released, and what we what we can expect from them.
0: Okay, uh, hesitant heroes is a book that I created as as a standalone, basically. It's going to come to, they're going to accomplish what they need to accomplish for this book, because I'm the kind of person who hates to pick up a book and then it ends on a cliffhanger. Mm
1: -hmm. I want
0: my book to finish and then I can choose whether I want to read the sequel or not. Yes. So this one does not end on a cliffhanger, but it does end, I hope, with enough interest that you would like to see what happens next. Because Mm -hmm. this book just solves one problem. But then they still have the entire government that needs to be um, redone, that needs to be solved. A lot of problems that need to be solved. Mm -hmm. So that's when we have Relentless Rebels. That is due to come out in March if nothing changes. And then as I was writing Relentless Rebels, The adults get more involved in Relentless Rebels. And I thought, these adults had such an exciting life. (laughs) I need to write a book about them when they were young. And so Define Destiny is actually the prequel. It will be about the adults in these books. And I hope that people who read the first two books would be interested to know, to see the adults as teenagers, as young people. And see what their lives were like.
1: No, I think that would be very interesting. No, I, I love, um, like I said, your futuristic writing style. And it actually sounds like current events happening right now.
0: <laughs> I was teasing with my mom the other day. I said, I didn't know I was writing prophecy <laughs> when <laughs> I wrote this book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking so, Sharon. <laughs> Goodness
1: gracious. I mean, we are out of time time and we could go on and on and on where can we
0: find your books it is available on amazon and at anaya press but amazon is probably the best spot to find it
1: okay i've really enjoyed um talking with you today and listening to you and everyone um get her book hesitant heroes and then relentless rebels and then after that is it called define um, destiny? destiny. Okay. Thank you so much, Sharon, for coming on Shape By Faith. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. And thank you for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Everyone have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Shape By Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit shapebyfaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, shape by faith products, and much more.